Hey everybody, this is Karis Frigi, and this is a daily devotional podcast where I will read a portion of scripture, a new one every day, and then share some thoughts that I've written on it. I hope it encourages you. Good morning, everyone. Today is November 19th. And we're going to continue in 1 John 4. We're going to read the rest of the chapter today, which um, is really about a couple themes, at least in my mind. This is not from a commentary's mind. This is just Karis's mind when she was reading it. But it feels like it's about love, it's about obedience, um, and it's about fear. So we're going to take those topics, look at these passages together, these, these verses together in this passage, and... Um, I'm just going to share what I feel like the Lord was saying, at least to me, the encouragements to me. So it starts out, um, he says, Beloved, let us love one another. This is in verse 7. He says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us. That God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us, he in us, because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this is love perfected within us, so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment, because as he is, so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. In this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. Man, as I'm like reading that, I'm realizing I hit on the main things that I saw, but there are so many verses in here, so many thoughts in there, including the one about as he is, so are we in this world, which is like mind-blowing. Make it true, Holy Spirit. But, um... Here are some of the, just the thoughts that I had. I thought that the most famous verse, at least to me in this passage, the most familiar one, is the one that says, perfect love casts out fear. I think it's quoted a lot. I see it on a lot of things, mugs, t-shirts, um, calligraphy on walls. And it is a wonderful thought. And it made me pause today, realizing that these verses are actually the ones surrounding that part are about loving people, loving God, and obedience. Um, I don't know about you, but if you've ever tried to convince yourself to be loving, you realize how short-lived your efforts seem. And obedience can sometimes feel hopeless. But what if the first obedience is to actually let go of fear? I think as we live, 
we learn fear. I was just talking to my 11-year-old about this tonight. She was talking about how she always gets so stressed at night. I was like, Eden, you are 11 years old. What do you have to be afraid of? Like, what are you so afraid of? And no one had to teach her that. That's, that's instinctual. We fear ourselves, our weaknesses, and our impulses. We fear each other for all of the hurt and the pain and the rejection that we can inflict on each other. And we fear God because if he's holy and the judge, we stand condemned. And here we find, and what John is saying is that if we appropriate the gospel into our hearts and lives correctly, it will actually deal with our gut level fear and it can eradicate it. Fear can actually become or be used as a litmus test for us and a way to know when we actually aren't abiding in love. If I'm afraid of God or afraid of myself or afraid of someone else, then I just simply need to let more of his love saturate my heart. I need to renew my understanding of what love or what God is actually like. His love separates us from our own failures, like Psalm 103 says, and it provides a home for us when other people hurt us. It actually evokes forgiveness in us because it teaches us to realize that we have been generously forgiven. So the key to love, I think, is actually getting rid of fear. Where are you afraid today? If you follow your fear, you'll probably find a lack of love at the end. And conversely, where do you feel safe today? Love is most likely at the end of that trail as well. God's love deals with our fear on the deepest level. It helps us view each other not as rivals to be feared and fought with, but as dearly loved children. There is no fear in love, John says. We have permission today to go to war with our fears that stifle our love. His banner of victory over us is love. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. I think personally in my own life, the Lord is dealing with this issue of fear in a lot of different levels, but also he's, as he's exposing certain things, it's always to get to the root of things. And so I think it's really a useful question to say, am I afraid? Is that what's causing lack of love toward this person or even lack of love toward God? Am I afraid of what he'll do in my life? Am I afraid of what he'll take away? And just dealing with fear and and repeating that perfect love actually teaches me that I don't have to have fear. It casts out the fear in my life. And if, it, if you find yourself with fear in your life, that's not a condemnation. It's just an invitation. I need more love. God, I need you to love me. I need to feel your love. Um, and he loves to give that kind of a good gift. So I hope those thoughts encourage you. I hope that you get time in First John 4 today because like I said, I think I hit just like skimmed the surface of these amazing verses. And there are so many insights to be had. Um, So I encourage you to do that. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back here next week on Wednesday and Friday um, to finish up 1st John.